Welcome to today's episode of CLCI Live, brought to you by the award-winning and ICF-accredited school, Certified Life Coach Institute. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Today, we'll be speaking about blossoming as a coach. As the seasons are changing, tomorrow is fall, a whole slew of different plants will be blossoming. So we want to make sure that you guys are blossoming with them. So more specifically, we will be talking about confidence as a coach, using confidence to build how you are as a coach, and just in general, building confidence for you as a person, um, because we're all better with confidence, right? Um, confidence typically means you're performing better, and it typically means you're in a space where you're happy and enjoying what you're doing. So that being said, we should probably open up the conversation by, I'll ask everyone, what do you guys believe is one of the key players into building confidence or I'm establishing asking, confidence? Can I ask a question before we go there? Yes, you can. This the on the nose topic, but can we, where do you guys lack confidence? Where do we lack confidence? Hmm, that's a hard hitting question. I thought I would just take it there right away. Yeah. Real. <laughs> where do you well, guys I mean, it's, it's, it depends on how we define confidence. If we're defining confidence, as the grit and resilience push through things, um, that I think is going to be a different answer than where we lack confidence. Like I could say, I lack confidence with technology. Mm-hmm. And when you, that, you lack confidence in the technology, or do you lack confidence in your ability to use the, the, uh, the technology? So, as a basic idea of technology I got, right? I can do a lot of basic things, but to get into the nitty gritty, like we have all just changed our phone system for the business. And that technology has been kicking me in the butt because I'd like to know what I'm doing to navigate. And then the learning piece is, if you will, the center part (laughs) or the lack of confidence. The the, the definition of confidence uh, Miriam Webster is my who I go to. She's my source. Well, he, uh, my source. They, as a whole, always for my definitions. Let's um, go, y'all. Just say y'all. Y'all. Uh, a feeling of consciousness of one's powers or reliance on one's circumstances, faith or belief that one will act right, proper, or effectively. Uh, the quality of being certain. Um, and uh, a communication and confidence. Which that, that does not very helpful yeah. there on that one. Um, but. What the I have this other one more definition for you guys. One more, I think this one might nail it on the head a little bit. A feeling of self assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. Yep, so, I think in general, a lack of confidence probably stems from um, a lack of maybe experience and whatever, kind of like Lisa was mentioning. Um, overall, an overall gist of experience with whatever it is that you are lacking confidence in. And that can be a bit debilitating considering you don't know exactly which direction to take that first step in. You're not 100% sure on which, well, our last live stream, we kind of spoke about it. If it wasn't the last, it was a couple of weeks ago where we spoke to someone who left a comment uh, mentioning that they were just unsure of how to get started, how to get going with coaching. Um, And taking that first step, I think is probably the hardest, but having taking that first step is usually when you can start snowballing, um, whether it's in the right direction or not, the, what is the right direction? What is the wrong direction? We're not sure. I think, again, it's just important to take that first step to get going. Do 
you have to have confidence to take that first step. And uh, really quick before we go there. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Before we, exactly. That was uh, exactly. So before we, <laughs> before we go there though, um, uh, Lisa did bring up a good point though, in that confidence is, is multi-layered, just like trust, like in many other things, it's not always about us. It's that we can lock, lack confidence in others, in things, in situations, in, uh, you know, it, it, any number of, of elements that can come into play and, and circumstances that can arise that can make us feel a, a loss or a gain in confidence. And it's not strictly about us uh, when it comes to that either. I mean, I guess it is because it's what yeah, we're feeling. I would, I would right? say, yeah, if you consider the variables <laughs> and you feel like you don't have the confidence to overcome those, those may be internal still at that point. Mm -hmm. That, that lack right. I agree with kind of that. I was thinking my lack of confidence comes from when I don't get a good night's sleep or I don't have the appropriate amount of energy or, or food. Yeah. You know, my me yeah. my mental state is totally veered. And yeah. so my confidence is veered because of those variables that could be outside sleep, food, energy, all of that. Also, if, I mean, uh, if we're going into a situation, let's say, where in the past, um, maybe something has, it's always gone one way where we have this expectation sort of thing where, where, uh, you know, okay, every time I cross the street, for some reason, a bird poops on my shoulder. And this is just how it is in my life. Um, that isn't a real circumstance, but I, I might lack confidence in the fact that, that that won't happen, right? Like, like I don't believe that a bird's not going to do that today because in my experience, it's happened that way every time. So like circumstantial confidence can happen. Um, and it's sort of outside of when it comes to things that are outside of my control, I would think to some degree there is that, I mean, how we react to it is always up to us, but, but we can lack confidence in a situation, a company, we can lack confidence in an, uh, a group of human beings, I would say. Like, they'll never do that. Have you seen them? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's lacking confidence, is it not? Um, so I think it's, it's a multi-tiered thing. But definitely personal confidence is uh, um, something I think everybody struggles with. I think this might be a good space to maybe speak about, in general, um, ways to boost confidence. Because Kyle mentioned, you know, if he doesn't get enough sleep, He's lacking confidence. You mentioned, Brooke, if a bird poops on your shoulder, you're probably going to lack some confidence because of your appearance. I never that's... even brought up my appearance. Now you're just assuming. <laughs> okay, my bad. I didn't mean to assume, but I can say me reflecting. I'm reflecting off of what you said, and I definitely would lack some confidence. I've had some bird poop chilling on my well, shoulder. I would, before I, I go into off, you know, it's a sign yeah. of good luck. Maybe it's something I'm looking for. Well, it's really good conditioner for your hair. <laughs> I'm out there just like under, I'm under birds. Oh like, my goodness! <laughs> I've actually had that happen, honestly. Down at the beach with the seagulls. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, they'll get you there. Um, well, with that being said, are there any ways, um, any tangible ways that we can kind of utilize to boost our confidence um just to keep it consistent throughout you know did anybody share what they're lacking in confidence about i mean lisa yeah. did lisa did but uh, kyle jerome i'm still curious about that <laughs> i don't do too what was your look kyle when do you lack well he said when but what is there any particular situation that you lack confidence in and I, I ask this because i think it'll help connect with people i think people will be like hey 
I absolutely feel that when I'm out of my comfort zone, that's a huge confidence or, or when I'm out of my lack of confidence because everything's new to me, new people, new conversations, who knows where the conversation may, may go, be steered in which direction. And so because I'm not confident in where the circumstances that are around me, my comfort zone, everything is a little different. So that's, that's where my confidence yeah. lacks is out of my comfort zones. I don't, I don't know that I would say I lack confidence necessarily in like public spaces or anything like that, but I will say when things get technical, like one thing, for instance, I know this came up earlier today with us, you and I broke, um, SEO, search engine optimization is not something I can even think about trying to dig into. It's a scary realm. It's very technical. Um, and I definitely don't want to mess anything up with SEO. So that's definitely something where I can just off the top of my head, uh, as it's been something that recently came up where confidence is a lacking there. So, so and I'll share one of mine in a moment. Um, uh, I have an argument with it with confidence that confidence is typically a lack of knowledge. I've always said that, that that's what it is. It's just a lack of information. And it's, mm -hmm. once we have that information or experience, we, we, we gain confidence, but what, what would you do in the realm of SEO? Uh, what would you do in the realm of technology and, and in the realm of, new situations to boost your confidence, tangibly speaking. Practice, that's huge, right? Um, but even the practice part is like, am I doing this right? You know, it'd be nice to really have someone to kind of, not necessarily hold your hand, but just to confirm whether or not things are being done properly. Uh, and again, that goes with anything technical um, because there's so many different ways that you could kind of veer off the course that you should be staying on. Um, where you know can sometimes mess things up well okay. um, he said mess things up and that's what it made me that my my uh bing, 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 alarm went off um can you mess things up yes i think you can <laughs> absolutely yes well <laughs> mostly you can mess things up but there's usually a solution to get through it it's that solution and that spider web concept that we're nervous about that we can't get out of i would imagine is that right jerome yeah yeah i would agree yeah well, i know I, I know when we did back in the day we were working on our google campaign and google had us do something make a change back in 2018 um, and they convinced me that it was not going to affect anything. And, and it did like what I should have done. I learned, I learned what I should have done is made a carbon copy of what we had. And then a carbon copy, you know, you know what that is, right? Yep. <laughs> Copies are always great when you're shifting gears. And then, um, so that I would shift gears, do the experiment, and then I could go back to the way it was. So that's, you know, what I typically learn when I'm working towards, especially technology, if I can save the history of it to experiment with the newness, then I'm still uncomfortable. I'm still not happy, <laughs> but I persevere because I know I can get out of it. Technology, I think, is a thing that a lot of people lack confidence in. Like a lot of people are scared in that realm um, for so many reasons. For the fact that they don't know 
so much about it, right? It's It comes in and we use it, but there's so much we don't know about how it's made, how it's created, how it's built, how it runs, how it functions. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we feel like we are lost in that realm a bit a lot of times. And also at the reliance on others um, mm -hmm. and their abilities because we don't have that knowledge. Um, I think completely understandable space to feel lack confidence in. And sometimes, I mean, I guess I, I will delve into those realms, like sort of, and read and learn as much as I can. Um, and, and really my only confidence in those moments is a confidence that I know I have the, the, the I guess, I will figure this out if it kills me. <laughs> um, and then once I do, I feel better. So it just, sometimes it's really frustrating on the way. Mm -hmm. That's a good point to bring up. Yeah. Turn it into the coaching world. Where do you think some of our students feel a lacking of confidence when you've heard them? Oh, well. I think it's the getting started part. Um, not knowing, again, where to take that first step. Um, One of the biggest ones, too, that we get is the... Um, well, will anybody think I'm a fraud? Will anybody think that I don't? Oh, yes. I like, like, I mean, really people, when I put this out there and I say I'm a life coach, are, are people going to make fun of me? Are people, gonna, you know, and there's all this sort of this yeah. fear around that, that, that comes up. Um, and yeah. just do it. <laughs> yep. We talk about that yeah. imposter syndrome in class. And even after going through the course, uh, I think we all still have it somewhat um, in some light sometimes. <laughs> Totally natural, like totally. Yeah, exactly. like, totally. I was talking to somebody about that today, about how our life experiences, um, especially uh, in, in certain situations uh, that, that maybe we've been the way we were raised, or maybe we've been in a situation where somebody has told us one thing about ourselves for so long that we've come to believe it. Like we can't do that because I've been told I, I suck at it my whole life. Um, and I've told myself as much. And I, I challenge all of anybody who does that to just try it because you probably don't really. I think that I firmly believe anybody can do anything. It's just about taking the time to sit down and learn to do it. Yeah, the, um, patience, the patience and having people around you be patient as well. Think about starting a new job. I mean, coaching for some people definitely is a new job, but any new job. When do you feel confident at a new job? It's usually a couple weeks in you start to even go oh okay i'm starting to get this kind of i'm starting to get the flow i'm starting to get right and then three months mm -hmm. in you're you're feeling much more confident six months in is usually when a lot of mistakes are made <laughs> six six to nine months lots of mistakes are made because now you're getting a little uh ahead of yourself in, in some senses experimenting more you're feeling more confident and then so think that in the coaching world when you just get started in the coaching world so that's where we all of us will continue to say, practice, practice, practice. Whenever you are, whatever you're doing, whoever you're with. Go ahead, Brooke. I'm thinking, as you're sharing, I'm thinking uh, there's an element of us being very critical with ourselves. Oh, um, uh, we are our own worst oh, critic. Um, mm -hmm. And we tend to, to, to be far more hard on ourselves than we need to be when we, could, we, could, we, when we would with somebody else, probably give them a great deal more empathy than we give ourselves um, in, in any given situation. Um, and I think that, that that measuring stick, you know, that we, we put on ourselves is uh, often prevents us from doing a lot of things. Whereas if we just cut ourselves a break once in a while, <laughs> like much like we do with others and, and say we, we take the beat as coaches to be understanding of our clients, to be understanding of what they're going through and, and to be empathetic to them, 
how do you turn that table and be empathetic to yourself so that you're willing to take the risks and, and, and get out there and do just like your clients, you're coaching them through things they are lacking in confidence in so that they can turn the table on yourself and, and get, do what you need to do to, to, to be empathetic and allow yourself to take that risk, uh, whatever that may be. So <laughs> also something that sticks with me that you mentioned Brooke is Ultimately, no one really cares as much as you think that they do, um, which can really help and benefit you when you're trying to get past a certain situation. You feel like you're maybe afraid to make a mistake. Um, mistake to you, uh, it's level of, uh, what do I want to say? It's level of, I guess, danger of occurring or maybe the level of destruction that it could potentially uh, cause. It's probably not as high um, to whoever you may be involved with in whatever it is that you're doing um as it is to you which we're, is nice wow we're not flying planes you know we're not yeah. uh, we're not performing brain surgery or uh you're not holding somebody's heart in our hands but if you are please don't just take that first step please <laughs> definitely get your license and go out there and make sure you're doing it um, um so but because of that like there's this fear and even in business there's this fear that oh my god i could do something wrong and it's gonna follow me for the rest of my life and i'm gonna be cursed that i'm never gonna be able to get past it and so i'm not gonna take this step but there's really truly nothing uh, with regard you can rebound you can always rebound you can always adjust you can always pivot and there's no such thing as a failure. It's an accelerated learning opportunity. <laughs> so it's just, that's how we learn. So it's meant to be, you're meant to fail. Get out there and fail. It won't, it's the only way you'll learn something. <laughs> Which in return will boost your confidence. Yep. Boom. <laughs> I, I kind of, I think we got away from it a little bit. I do want to revisit. I want to speak about maybe some intangible, idea, or excuse me, something that you can you can do um, that is tangible uh, to boost your confidence. Like for example, I think with Kyle, again, mentioning maybe he wakes up tired. If you're consistently maybe waking up tired, one thing to combat that, well, obviously getting more sleep, but potentially maybe getting out and exercising that can, you know, boost the level of energy that you have throughout the day, which I think is something tangible that you can do to maybe prior to taking that, first step that might be scaring you so much you get a confidence boost in exercising and then you get ready and you hop into whatever that task is that might be kind of scary to you um which again i think can help a lot and then for brooks getting pooped on um <laughs> as far as appearance is concerned uh if you're walking into a task where maybe it's a public appearance and you want to look your best look your best put on your power whatever it is your power outfit um wear whatever you feel most comfortable in and you know that you're looking good in and put that on and get out there with it and that, I wish it was like the, but half the battle with me is like i'm gonna put on i'm gonna feel great and then then the day comes and i don't have enough time and i'm running around and i'm frazzled and i'm like okay i just have to roll as i am it's fine like <laughs> i think honestly that and that's a doing the doing the do will give you more confidence i think also sometimes getting through like like no, the knowledge that you have gotten through uh, something similar before or that you've gotten through something worse before can actually give you some confidence. Like, okay, yep. I may not know how to do this, but I have been through some hell in my day and I made it through that. I can get through this. And, and sometimes that just that sort of like check in with myself is very beneficial. Um, uh, affirmations, oddly enough, 
they work great. They really do. Um, I love it. I love a good affirmation and, and sort of that psych up that like psych up moment before uh, you have to do anything that's you're really nervous about. Um, you got this. <laughs> Is it better to get an affirmation from someone else that helps? Oh, well, I was thinking my own, like I'm in a mirror doing my own affirmations kind of thing. Um, my dad started me doing affirmations when I was younger. Uh, I think I was probably like 12 or 13. And he was like, do this, go look at yourself in the mirror and tell you, tell yourself you love yourself. <laughs> and he would have me do it. And it's silly at first, but it's for sure built self-esteem. Like you do. I mean, you can't, it's that you're tricking the mind, make it till you make it kind of thing. Mm. I'm So much of my early career was built around saying yes and figuring it out. Um, and the confidence in there came in my ability to figure it out, not in my ability to, to do what the, the do was. Uh, it was just that I said yes and I knew I would come hell or high water, I'd figure out a way. And, and I think that that is where so much of my confidence came from, especially early on in my career. Uh, Cause I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I mean, at 20 years old and I'm being put in charge of people. I'm like, okay, I can do it. <laughs> you figure it out, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> For me to go through that phase of figuring it out, even though I feel the lack of confidence is usually talking about it. Once I talk it through and I, I have to have a person there I mean, I do a lot, I do writing as well, but really what takes it to the next level is being able to bounce it off someone else. Even if they don't say anything, just being able to say it out loud. Yeah. It's so critical. Like, and that's at having a plan, right? Because if we go into it with a plan, even if it goes right, left, south, or otherwise, the benefit of the plan is that at least there's something to return to. Like, you know, you've got like a foundation um, where you, (laughs) it's, it's, and, and you can plan for the worst and plan for the best and, and none of it may happen, but, but you've at least gone through enough of the, the process that you can start to visualize yourself doing it. And that will often get you to the do, right? Sometimes too, it's, it's finding the right team. Too. Yes, that's exactly, yeah. That's what I wanted to mention. I mean, for the most part, we try and surround ourselves with people who are kindness, right? Uh, unless that's not your style. But I think for the most part, people want to be around people that are enjoyable to be around that prop them up kind of, again, what Lisa was speaking about that external validation uh, can do great wonders because sometimes we get so stuck in our own heads that we start believing things that aren't necessarily true. So when we hear something in opposition to what we believe from somebody else that cares about us, then that is kind of the bridge that we can start crossing to work our way into understanding and believing what they did say about us is in opposition to what we believe and really builds that confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I, I'm going to take that one step further and say, the, I mean, Jerome, you and I have uh, really created a business um, that, that a big foundation, our business is, is, it says your team in our logo. And why does it say that? And it says that because a lot of people, especially uh, people who are, who are starting businesses, who are business owners, they just want to know that they've got one, they can bounce ideas off somebody. They've got people who have been through it before that they can talk to. And it's so critical. So many of those things are critical. It's just having that realm of, okay, I got people I can I can talk this through with before I take the next step. And that that is so, so critical. And I think as coaches, in many ways, that is what, what we do. We, we may not offer expertise, but we offer a space for them to talk it through. Well, um, and the, same, the same thing with Certified Life Coach Institute, we have that Phoenix as our logo because why? Because it can go through anything and come out the other side. 
and that support system is going to be really beneficial along the way. So absolutely. And that's what, I mean, that's community support. I mean, that's part of the grit resilience. Uh, I mean, that's one of the most integral parts of being somebody who is resilient or capable of rebounding is that you have a support system in that process of people who are don't have a support system, tried and true proven to do exponentially not as well in in, um, in situations that they have to get through. Um, yeah. But that's bringing it down. Let's talk about being confident. <laughs> I do I do believe though that even when you support and you are the one that is validating others or providing affirmation for others, you build your own confidence because you're helping them. You're seeing that they're happy, that they're gaining their own confidence, which almost in return provides value to yourself and boosts your own confidence because like you said, you're building that community, that village, and you're all getting closer and stronger by supporting each other. Yeah. The there is a, there is a, uh, as with everything, a two sides of the coin kind of double-edged sword there too sometimes though. Because I, I know there are sometimes people, the people pleasing people who will feel drained at the end of the day because they feel like they have been helping others and helping others and they don't take the time to help themselves. And so that's, it's important to remember in that piece that, that you, it's, you got to nurture yourself too. You got to take care of this one and then take care of everybody else or everybody take care of one another well that's team teamwork i always try to draw that i wish i could draw this picture of a team I, that i see in my head anyways because <laughs> um, it's, it's all about how we as a team can be confident to move forward we can be awesome well if everybody's there and they're functioning and they're at their best they're awesome but not everybody's always at their best and sometimes one of us is falls back in the line but the cool thing is when you're not alone and you have a team with you they're there to help you out and bring you back up to the line of people and get you back up on that status. And then when you fall, so you never, you don't have to worry about getting as far behind when you've got other people to carry you with you. Yeah. <laughs> I like what Yvette kind of mentioned here. Uh, she did say as coaches, I think it's important to trust in one's abilities, skills, knowledge, and experiences. We improve confidence the more we do what we do. And I think kind of to dovetail this back into coaching and confidence, um, are there any things or anything that we can kind of prepare ourselves to be a good coach coming out of the gate? Um, anything you guys can think of that would be probably a good idea to get done before we actually begin coaching others? Go to a school, <laughs> get certified. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whether you come to our certification as we are an amazing process is to go and learn what the difference is between hanging a shingle and what it really means to be an accredited certified coach. Mm -hmm. Or you can just go out there and just pretend you know what you're doing and ruin people's lives. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that coaches who do that are ruining lives necessarily, but um, there's definitely what what life coaching is, and I think what is often confused in this space is that um, it's a very specific thing. It's not uh, it's not something that people just go out, you know, like it, it. You know, mind you, we say this because we subscribe to ICF's model of life coaching. Um, it's not there's no big big decree in the world uh, apart from ICF's big decree and they are the foremost governing body of what coaching is. Um, so, so that's where it gets a little confusing for people, I think. Um, uh, but what, what we teach and what, what life coaching is in the eyes of ICF uh, and anybody who, who subscribes to it, which is there's a lot of folks that do, 
it's a very particular thing and it, it follows very particular rules and and the, that's one of the reasons on our website it says you get community confidence it's on there <laughs> um uh I, I can't remember the third thing is oh and credential uh the, because that confidence piece is huge for people a lot of our our students coming in are lacking that confidence to actually take that next step and start the business and and when they leave with their certification they feel like okay i can do this i got the confidence and so that's the training piece that knowledge having the knowledge having that education and also the support i think is critical there as well yeah so when people graduate from our our, our course i mean everybody's gung-ho there are folks who then lose confidence on the way right what is it that causes that and is there a solution I would say that, yeah, the, the Zoom rooms after you know graduation are buzzing. Everyone's ready and confident in that moment. And over time, it's only natural to lose some of that buzz and kind of maybe revert into a space of um, not you know lacking confidence. Um, because or jumping it, it back into their original pattern versus the new uh, is a little uphill pattern and a little, you know, and if they go, I'm tired, oh, you know, it was a great class, amazing class, which they all do, but then they take a rest on Monday and they go, oh, it's, you know, I'm just so not feeling it today. It's kind of like how we do exercise, right? <laughs> and before you know it, it's months and months and months down the path and we haven't done our exercise or we haven't done our building our business. The idea of you just are now a certified coach and that's the end of it, that now everything in the law of attraction is going to come to you and going to know how to find you. <laughs> and that's perhaps that's happened, but not in a, not in a normal business phase. Business. Yeah. business goes, you have to go through business. Business not, does not come to you. You got to um, take your steps. Monday morning, if you go through a weekend class, Monday morning, you got to do something. Tuesday, well, you got to do something. Well, I'm, I'm putting myself out there and I, I'm getting no's. I'm getting like, oh, no, after no. I mean, like, nobody is, yeah, is it ever going to, how, I mean, that's, I'm going to lose confidence there, right? Like, like, it's just like if you're about an actor, and if you're an actor, you got to get used to hearing no, like you just do. But how do you battle that? Like, because after a while, it's going to start to mess with your psyche. Like, people don't believe I can do this. I'm not getting clients. I'm going to quit. So what do you say to those folks? <laughs> well, I want to hear what they're saying. What are they saying? Yeah out there how are they sharing their new business venture how are they promoting themselves how are they speaking what terminology are they using? who are they targeting what is the main you know our avatar we call that avatar what is the person who is an avatar how it also I mean, there's so many things and then the the expectation too it's expectation i mean and well I'll say expectation, but adjusting that and knowing that these things take time. Um, and also, I, I big part of that too, though, is is building up the thick skin to some degree. Is 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 how do you turn that no into something instead of it defeating you into something that that propels you forward, that makes you take go. Okay, I got a no here, but that's fine. I'm gonna go out and get ten more no's. Eventually, I'm gonna get a yes. And so, like. It's, it's sort of adjusting the mindset, I think, um, and using the no as a motivator rather than a, a, a defeater, yeah. uh, which you can do. I mean, it's something I've done. I was in a horrible relationship with somebody that always cut me down. And with each one, I was like, I'll prove you wrong. You want to see? <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to say we're awesome. I'm going to just 
keep getting more awesome. And uh, I mean, but in that process of getting more awesome, I was like, I don't want anything to do with you because I'm awesome. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you apply the same thing to you know your business. With each no, figure out how you can get more awesome. <laughs> I think touching base with reality is important too. It's quite literally impossible to get a yes every time you reach out for a potential client. That's or that expectation. Yeah. So for you to understand that, that helps. And well, again, kind of what, sorry, go ahead. No, it's always a no either. And a lot of times you are just getting on their radar. Sometimes it's yep. you, you're planting a seed. Sometimes you go in expecting the no, but know that, that maybe down the road, that's going to be a yes, or maybe they're going to talk to somebody. It's yeah. that's that expectation. What are you going? Are you attached to the outcome or the process uh, mm -hmm. or in the process really? Right. Yeah. I would say no is a level of interest. I mean, at least you're in front of them and they've responded to you, you know, not responding is, I, I would say there's no faith there at all. Hey, um, hey, that's the worst. Like I will take any kind of insult. I'll take anything, anything over like this, this is so well, nothing. Cause then it's like, <laughs> I exist. <Damn> it. <laughs> <laughs> even, even with that non-response, maybe they're thinking about it and they just have, you know, they usually their thought process and jumping into something takes that's a little right. bit longer than what you would expect. That could potentially be something. I can handle the notes, but I can't handle the silence there. <laughs> so, so this is going to sound like I'm taking it off, but I'm not. So when I've gone into a bank, I was, when I was back in California and I was doing something, the bank had had the audacity to ask me why I was doing that. And I'm like, well, it's none of your business. But that's kind of part of sales, right? Part of sales of what you do. Share with me. What's your, you know, what's your know about? What's preventing you from going through. So being able to even get a definition of what the nose about. You can find, oh my God, I think there is a tremendous, like I just recently told uh, one of our clients, I said, she's in a program. I said, I want, what I want you to do in the program is not ask them about the successes or when it's worked. Ask them about every time it hasn't worked. Ask them about every time it's failed because you're going to get so much more information from learning that other side of things than you are um, from 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 hearing about the yeses because the yeses it's like oh everything went but when you find out why something didn't work or, or find out why that no happened that's how you find out how to improve whatever it is you're doing so if there was a way to track people down and, and get those no's and be like hey 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 why did you reject me <laughs> <laughs> it maybe not so creepy no. <laughs> learn so many things <laughs> yeah be willing to handle it one of the um, i'm in a, i'm in a course right now and um the last module was about i keep seeing it bringing this up but it's, it was so cool and it was actually very af a lot of affirming in in the way that um i approach marketing is is uh asking yourself what job your client has to do so like whatever you're doing if you are helping them do a job and that's what you're you're selling them. Your service is helping them do the job. So what is the job that they're doing? How do they do it? Why did they do it? What is the way that they do it? And then you figure out and asking that question, how to best deliver your product to that that person. This is important because you you can find out so many things about about the the competition that they go with that isn't you. The reason that they go with other people will inform so many things about the way you should structure your business and your coaching business. It, it, that's why looking at your competition is very critical. Um, 
because it will just help you see what they're doing right in this space. And then you make it even better and optimize it and bring it, you know, just pull it up until you have the perfect thing for the perfect person. Then, then it'll blow everybody else out the water because that it's made for them. It's tailor made to them. So yep. uh, there's no competition there. Right. I think that's a pretty decent confidence booster is to, if you, you don't know where to go, you don't know what steps to take, do some research on some successful competitors um, and maybe not even really think about them as competitors because we, I think, all believe that there is enough abundance out there for all of us. So if they've got a business model that seems like it could work for you, implement it. Obviously, don't completely copy them, but go ahead and twist it, make it your own, and see if that works. If you feel like you're stuck, utilizing what's out there and remixing that, I think that's called art. So well, it's innovation. That's innovation. The first wheel does not look like the wheel on our cars. I mean, it's I mean, it's, it, this is what happens. It's a natural progression of, of a business. I think also part of that lack of confidence is the trust that somebody isn't going to try and scam you. So when you go out there and reach for help, people oh. are afraid of who's going to come back at them. So do the research there too. Well, that's, and that's a confidence in other people um, as well. And I think there's also a lack of confidence in, in um, that the piece of, of we sort of mentioned it. Am, am I doing? Am I doing this in the right place? Am I? Am I wasting my time? Am I wasting my resources? Am I wasting my? Because the reality is, resources are finite. We we have a limited amount of time in our lives. We have a limited amount of of money. A limited amount of, of times we can tap into certain things. And and um, knowing that, and and especially the older you get, you realize, okay, I want to use these resources in very in smart places. <laughs> um, and so you can get very particular, but then I think we, there's a trap there and that's the, uh, everything's gotta be perfect trap, which can stop us in our tracks, dead, dead in our tracks. <sighs> yeah, we've tried a lot of things that have been very imperfect. <laughs> Start before you're ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bring this into the coaching session, can we? Like, so if I'm a, if I'm a coach and I'm in my coaching session, one of the things I hear our new coaches say is, well, I'm worried I won't ask the right questions. I won't, I'm worried I won't know the right thing to ask. Um, what do you say to them to help for their, their confidence, those folk? <laughs> I would say not to completely go off the rails with this piece of advice, but um, they don't know what the right question is either. Um, if you do feel like you're going in a direction where you're kind of stuck, uh, also, don't be afraid to ask them for maybe a second to pause and gather your thoughts and move in the right direction because ultimately they're there for your assistance. And if you want to optimize that by taking a break, I don't see any any harm in that at all. They don't know what you're going to say next. They have no clue. There's, there's not a script. They don't know what the right or wrong question is. They don't, nobody does. There's no such thing. It's uh, so just as long as you're there and listening and present and, and engaged, uh, you're, there's no, there's no such thing as a wrong question. Uh, and following what they're saying. I mean, if they're talking about bunny rabbits and you take it off to bobcats, that's going to be, uh, you know, well, bobcats and bunny rabbits, they're close. They start with bees, Lisa. That's about it, right? <laughs> And they're animals and they have fur. <laughs> I just want to say the caveat here is to not ask 
questions that could be detrimental to the, the coaching session, like a why question. That's now something you're, now you're scaring them. You're scaring them. Yeah, right? you want to adhere still to the coach. You can ask um, a why question, though, and you'll still be okay. If it happens and you ask why, you can rebound and recover, I promise. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> well, the better why question to ask, if you're going to ask one, is what is your why versus why did you do something? Yeah. Well, that's the attaching the relevance, but I mean, I just think in that space of of that uh, that fear, especially when you're starting out. I mean, first session, everybody's probably terrified. I was terrified. Oh, yeah. I'm still terrified. Are you sure? Kidding? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, first session, I don't even remember. The clients had to ask me for the appointment. I didn't even remember to ask, invite them to come back. <laughs> there's oh, there's so oh gosh, so many things. Like the the first time I did my recording for an ICF, when I forgot, I didn't keep time. And I was like, I really hope I got it. And I don't know if I did. I don't know. Um, but the great thing too, though, about that process is, is you're getting criticism. So I'm being told what isn't working, what is when I do things right, when I do things wrong. I know that going in and when I submit it to my mentor that I'm going to get some criticism back. I am expecting it. So it doesn't stop me. Like I, I know that going in and it, okay, it's a chance for me to learn and get better and improve. And, and, and so that then I have something that is submittable. Um, so again, you're, there's no such thing as right or wrong. It's just a learning opportunity and there's always a way to fix it. And if not, you can just cut and run. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> what you do is you go into asking them again, what is their takeaway? What works in that scenario? What doesn't work in that scenario? It's not about having to do the tap dance. It's just keep it simple guys just keep it simple you don't have to have the perfect question you don't have to have the perfect anything just sit back relax have a good time and get over that first coaching client hump and then get going on your coaching and then marketing as well if all else fails just repeat back to them what they just said to you <laughs> get out of jail get out of jail tell me more about that <laughs> um, uh, I, we all need to tell me more shirts. We just do. Um, let's. So we talked about things we are lacking confidence in. Can I ask each of you guys what you guys have uh, the utmost confidence in in yourselves or others or whatever? Where, where do you have an abundance of confidence? You're gonna ask us to talk good about ourselves. Well, <laughs> you can talk about good or somebody else, or I don't. Maybe it's anything. I'm not saying giving you specifics. <laughs> no, I'm, I think I'm pretty confident in my ability to adapt, um, and I mean that really specifically with different crowds, different people. Um, and I think that's a good skill to have, uh, considering the fact that if you can adapt well to a different group, that can open up a lot of doors for you that may not otherwise be open for those who struggle in that space. Kyle. Else? Kyle. That's tough. It's tough to talk what I'm Everybody. feel so confident about. I, I mean, for me, I just feel like being personable with somebody and trying to relate and have a conversation with them. I don't know where their side or perspective is, but being able to listen to them and talk with them and being personal, I think that's something that it's, I think my soft skills and I think soft skills as general as they may be helps me be more confident. Yeah, I think we're talking about emotional intelligence. And so I feel pretty confident with my 
and ability with coaching along with my family, my friends. I'm not saying I don't mess up. Absolutely. But yeah. Absolutely. Do I have confidence in myself with those skill sets? Yes. Technology, maybe not so much. More so, more than some, less than others. <laughs> yeah. The older I get, the more and more I realize I don't have it down pat like I used to back in the day. It can be a five-year-old. Yeah. Ask me, and she calls me Mimi. Mimi, do you know everything? And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I don't. I go, do you know everything? And she goes, yes, I do. <laughs> I love it. There's that confidence that we need. There's that that's confidence. It, that's it right there. <laughs> well, that's the that is uh, the what again. I always bring this quote up. It's Aristotle. The, the more the more you know, the more you realize you do not know, um, uh, and that's just true. It's a the, the scope of <laughs> the thing that happens. You, you look out in the sky in a bright area and you can look out and see things. You go into a really dark area where you can actually see the sky and the stars. It's just daunting at the impression. Oh, terrifying. That, it's, I'm going to hide under a desk. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the big, yeah. The Milky Way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. It's, I mean, it's beautiful it's in many ways, but it's definitely, uh, definitely daunting for sure. Um, and uh, humbling, we'll say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't give you guys my my lacking confidence. Yeah. confidence. It's so neater, neater. I, I, I was not going to let you get away with that. I was going to ask. <laughs> or say it's your turn, Brooke. With my self-confidence? Self-confidence, yeah. People should enter a positive I don't, lack, I don't lack confidence anywhere. <laughs> I am a narcissist. <laughs> um, uh, where do I feel confident? I feel um, I feel confident in my ability to. I think I mentioned figure things out to, to figure it out. To um, uh, I, I I'm quite good at sort of. I guess trying, I have a gift of staying a step ahead almost, uh, but it, it's, it's sort of being able to figure the process out and then maneuver in it and, and sort of be able to adapt. So it's, it's, it's like being fluid, like and being able to like go and, and sort of, it's, uh, it doesn't always work, but, but it's definitely something that the, the other end of that, that like being able to predict and, and, and make a choice and say, okay, this is the way we should go. And I'm, I'm confident in it my other the other very critical part of that is that i'm also confident that if it goes horribly awry i can find a way out like i can i will be able to build or, or manage a plan that okay we're going to adjust and we're going to pivot left um the left of the pivot but if let's say this is the, the wrong prediction my my secondary level of confidence comes in that i will be so determined and hell bent on getting us out of whatever situation i've gotten us in that that will be okay um and i think that that secondary confidence might be more important than the first one. <laughs> you have to add food, water, sleep, exercise, like Kyle was saying earlier. <laughs> so it, it, it's resilience. That's what I have. I have, I have confidence in my grit <laughs> um, and just being determined. I'm a very determined individual. <laughs> I have a, a question. So does confidence ever be detrimental by having too much confidence, being yeah. overconfident? Boy, howdy. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bias. There's a uh, there's a study. I it's a, it's a bias that every human being has. In in it's in that we we as people when we do when we have not experienced something or done something, we have an a, a tendency to always assume it's easier to do than it actually is. 
Um, and so a lot of times we will be like, oh, I could do that. That's no big deal. I could do that. And we also, the secondary bias we have as human beings is that um, not only are we overconfident, we also forget how difficult things were and truly were and how it felt to be in that moment. So, so we are less empathetic for people who are like going through things we've been through and in that struggle than we would be. And we're also like really good at like being like, oh yeah, that's a, I could do that. No problem. So like, like what that does is get us into situations where we're like, oh crap, I'm over my head. I've done a lot of like, like, I didn't expect this. I had no concept or understanding of how difficult this was going to be. And now I'm in it and I got to get my way through it. But we're learning in that process though. So, I mean, there, is it a bad thing? I, not necessarily because you're in it. At least you took that, that, that overconfidence and need to take the first step. Even if you're like, oh God, what did I do? <laughs> I have an example of that actually. Uh, speaking oh, yeah. about maybe forgetting about how hard it used to be. Um, I remember in college, I hopped in a intramural game where actually I was there to watch and my team was getting blown out. And I'm like, okay, guys, I'm going to hop in. I'm going to save the day. And I got a glove. I went out to the outfield, and I have balls coming at my face. And in about two minutes, I was like, sorry, I'm, my bad. I did not mean to say anything bad about you guys. I'm out of here. You guys can resume doing whatever you're doing because I'm done. <laughs> I did play. I played t-ball way back when. And, uh, yeah, much different now with adults uh, swinging the bat at you. <laughs> But is it a bad thing? I mean, I don't know. Good and bad is relative, and that's when I get all philosophical. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's good to be. Better. It's good to be mindful of your confidence, though, and to not over shoot something, but at the same time realize, hey, I might not be confident in this area. How can I increase my confidence? I finding that thin line. One of the sexiest qualities in a human being is the ability to be humble, like, and the ability to say, hey, I may not know. I, I don't have all that knowledge there. Like, I, I mean, there's just something, I have so much more respect for a human being that's willing to admit weakness and willing to admit that they fallibility or they may not know that, and that they'll come back to me and figure it out or what have you. Then somebody who's like, yeah, I can do everything. I got it. Like, like that, like, <laughs> that, go away. I want nothing to do with you. Like, you are so, you're gross. <laughs> it's not believable, is it? It's not. It's, it's, not it's, it's like you have, are clearly either. It would just yeah. I would rather have somebody who just like honest and willing to be say, hey, I'm not the best at this, or I'm not. You know, I that humble is. There's just nothing better in a human being. I think yeah. it's, it's it's quiet confidence or uh, um, you know just humble, the humble lion. <laughs> essentially you know because it's always the one the, nobody has to, the, the one who's really got like the, it all together and kicks ass he doesn't have to tell everybody he kicks ass he just does like a lion doesn't have to tell you it's a lion it just is and and uh the moment i hear somebody with bravado and over the top confidence and all that i'm like oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just kind of all false and passados and yeah it's silly. I'm like, you're so cute. <laughs> I do. I want to touch in on Miranda's comment before we get out of here. Uh, she said, yes, find confidence in your gift, all caps, to coach, pro tip. And I think that's something to keep in mind. Um, if you're in that space of wanting to coach, then you probably have the gift of wanting to help others. And that truly is a gift. Not everyone has the energy or the want 
um, to actually go out and help people change their lives. So if you have that within you, that is a gift. Um, remember that gift and utilize that um, when you are getting ready to get off the ground as a coach. That's something that no one can take away from you. So. I, I think that everybody can have that in them, though. And I think that, that it comes from people who have been helped themselves. And I think that, that when we're somebody who has been through something and we've had somebody help us, we want to pay it forward. And that's, that's sort of, a, it's a snowball kind of thing. So and I think it can be <laughs> healing as well mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. With you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> um, uh, who wants to sign off? I don't have, I'm lacking in confidence of being able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching us, Certified Life Coach Institute. We certify you in three or six days, depending on if you do level one or level one and two. We really can Join do. us, have fun with us. Learning is fun and intensive, but it's fun. Comment, share, subscribe, whichever platform you're on, do all three. And uh, be sure to catch us here next week at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And before we go, before we turn off anything, Please, uh, what, what, we should have a, a, a thing. This is, oh, there it is. Um, see, 4 p.m. Look at that, a visual. Um, <laughs> uh, before we sign off entirely, if you're watching this, uh, leave a comment and tell us what you want us to talk about. If it's anything relating to coaching, any coaching questions you have, any questions you have about coaching, the coaching world, people who coach, uh, coaches you like, you dislike, things about coaching you do or do not know, leave it in the comments and we will address it at some point. Yep. I think the reason we did this stream today was because of one of our previous streams. Someone mentioned confidence and coaching. So wanted to tap into that and share with you guys what we thought about it. And we love to do it again. So go ahead and like Brooke mentioned, comment down below what you guys would like to see in the future. Kyle, can you sign us off officially? <laughs> I uh, don't have the confidence and don't know how to, Brooke. Would you please show me how? I'd like to learn. I think we took everything from you. It might be difficult now. Oh my gosh, you guys are. Bye. Certified Love Coach Institute. We love you. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into today's episode. Once again, this is brought to you by Certified Life Coach Institute. We're an ICF accredited school who certifies our life coaches in three day online intensive courses. In addition to other podcast episodes, Feel free to check us out every Tuesday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube or Facebook for our CLCI Lives, where we get together and discuss various topics that are centered around sharpening your skills so you can become a better certified life coach. For more information, feel free to visit us at CertifiedLifeCoachInstitute.com. Until next time, be well.